she leads, she thrives. The home of inspired conversations, practical and creative wisdom, expansive leadership and business insights, abundant braggadocious moments of celebration, and useful info you can actually do something with. You'll hear about mindset, marketing, money, magnetism, self-awareness and the Thrive Factor framework, its archetypes and more. Amplify your role as a leader, a self-led soul. Tap into your effortless success zone. Turn your ingeniousness and wisdom into profitable income streams. From solo shows to guests you definitely want more from, there's something for every ambitious, ingenious soul. I'm Shannon Dunn, a true OG of the business coaching space with an obsession with thriving. You are so welcome here. Let's dive into today's episode. This episode was brought to you by the Thrive Factor Coach Certification offered by Thrive Factor School. The certification is a unique, immersive experience into professional coaching and developing proficiency using the Thrive Factor framework and its 12 female-centric self-leadership archetypes. Being a Thrive Factor Coach offers a unique gift of personal transformation your clients will be filled with gratitude for. This is a genuine opportunity to engage in a world-class personal and professional training experience and become part of a community of impact makers as a licensed Thrifactor coach. To find out more, email hello at thrifactorco.com. Business planning is something many of us resist. And you know what? I can understand why. The first few times I saw a traditional business plan template, the kind say that like a bank would offer what you to have when you apply for a business loan. I honestly wanted to run away. I was horrified at, at what it looked like. It was boring. It was limiting. It focused a lot on the past. And I know you need some review of the background and what has happened. But I also felt it missed one of the most important focuses for any small business owner or entrepreneur particularly those of us that are working solo or with a small team, that we're missing personality and personalization. I'm Shannon Dunn, your host here at She Leaves, She Thrives podcast. We have had some phenomenal guests in the recent episodes, and I so feel such joy every week when I'm seeing the thousands of you downloading each of the episodes. So thank you. Today, I'm sharing with you one of my favorite business, I know you could call it a system if you like, something I call the Effortless Success Framework. Now, let me be honest with you. I'm a natural planner, a big dreamer, like really big dreamer, clear on the my current and my future vision. I'm aware of my strengths and my challenges thanks to knowing my fourth wife had to archetypes intimately, and I really enjoy reviewing as a motivation for forward momentum. But I get that I'm often lonely in this planning love affair. But despite my ease with planning, as I said, the options I saw in templates and examples around business plans were the opposite of what I wanted to experience. So I did what I frequently do and I created my own. We can all thank my liberator engineer archetype for the effortless success framework. That's the archetype that sees the big picture, understands all the moving parts. She's all about making things easier and creating useful solutions. And 100%, she's behind a lot of the best systems, frameworks, and processes in my business, things I've created because what was out there in the marketplace didn't work for me. I wanted to offer something different and always to factor me into the situation or whatever I was creating. 
Now, just as a side note, before I get in and share with you what this whole effortless success framework is, I want to let you know that I'm hosting one of my favorite annual programs starting the 5th of December. So here we are in 2022. That's only next week. So I'm like immensely excited for this. Thriving 2023 is the name of the program. It's a three masterclass program with live coaching Q&A added into there. I've hosted it or a version of it every year for at least the last five years. And prior to that, I hosted many masterclasses or webinars focusing on the effortless success framework because truly it can transform the way you dream, you vision, and you plan. I am focused on these masterclasses being you doing stuff. I'm going to walk you through how to do things so that you're not having a whole lot of time listening to me talk about something and don't have anything to show for that other than hopefully some motivation inspiration. So it's really practical and it's going to make such a difference if you join us. Now I have plenty to cover in today's episode but we go into a lot more depth in Thriving 2023. The talking about the effortless, effortless success framework today is really a high-level introduction to the framework so you can understand the magnitude of it, but magnitude in a scale that's not, it's going to be taking me forever to create, but it allows me to dream and to vision into all the possibility and potentiality out there. So I really hope if you are inspired by what you listen to today in this episode that you come and join me in Thrive in 2023. We've got a beautiful group of, of incredible women are collecting together. And, you know, even if you can't be there live, there will be replays available, plus workbooks and all the really cool things that you can get to really support you. So what I want to say is also that you can join access to this live round of Thriving 2023 up until the 12th of December which is when we have our coaching hot seat or our Q&A session. That's when that's scheduled. After that, you can still purchase, but you'll get the self-paced version without the added support in the Facebook group and my live coaching opportunity with you. Now, I am also a little bit later going to let you know about how you can save when you register for Thriving 2023. Actually, let's do it now. So if you want to join me live, use the code 2023 that's numbers 2023 and you can save $200 on your investment making this experience almost back to its early bird investment and a crazy affordable rate for the three of my best masterclasses and live coaching so so the first session starts the 5th of December and where I'll walk you through creating your own effortless success map using the effortless success framework to map out the possibility and potentiality for your next year okay now let's talk about the framework and how you can use it to create more confidence, more clarity, focus, momentum, and effortlessness in your business. Notice I said effortless there, or effortlessness is actually what I said, not effort-free. So just let's be clear about that. I use the word effortless and effortlessness a lot in my teachings and in my trainings and in my coaching. And it's about the space of making things easier. It's not about things being effort-free. One of the key things to understand about being in business, which I have no doubt you already get this, is that business takes work. It takes consistent action. It doesn't have to be hard work, but it does take showing up and doing things on a regular basis. So to start with the kind of why the effortless success framework, I think I've really covered that in many regards by telling you that When I looked at the traditional business planning templates and frameworks that were out there and the examples that I saw, oh, they were so dull and they were so unmotivating. And I was like, something's got to be easier. So that's where I drew on my natural planning instincts and and love of planning, love of dreaming big, love of defining goals, love of using them to motivate me 
to go, let's do something different. So the effortless success framework is around creating guiding intentions and creating intentional growth. And it layers in four key focuses that I'll talk about in a moment. It's really about creating momentum and also measurable intentions so that you can guide yourself with exactly what you want to create and more if that's possible for you, which I have no doubt that it will be. So the four core focus areas are all driven by growth. They are business growth, wealth growth, expertise growth, and self-growth. Now, the reality is you can focus on them in any order that makes sense to you. That's just the way I tend to teach them because it's how I map them out initially. But every single one of those, business growth, wealth growth, expertise growth, and self-growth, in my mind, in this framework, have equal importance. So give every one of them as much love as the next one. When we start creating the map that you're going to define for yourself, it's about firstly understanding what do each of those things mean for you. So when I'm teaching this in a live environment, I'll get you off and I'll give you a a, a template to use. But if you don't have one and you want to go through this for yourself now, you can pause as you go along, listen to the episode. If you are driving and please don't do this, come back and listen at a later time. Uh, But, you know, earmark it, download the episode, earmark it to come back to and to, to work through for yourself or join us in Thriving 2023 and I'll guide you through with more greater depth and detail as to how to do this. But I would get a big piece of paper so you have plenty of room to dream and to create. Coloured markers or pens are always fun and it really gets us out of the traditional business head kind of space. I like doing this on paper instead of doing it digitally. You can certainly do it digitally if that works for you. So get a, you know, a Word doc up or something and do it that way. But start by dividing that sheet of paper or space into four and write the names of those four core focuses in each, like one in each of the areas. So you've got business growth, wealth growth, expertise growth, and self-growth. And then underneath, write business growth means to me or means for me. Do that for each of them. So then you'll have business growth means for me or wealth growth means to me, expertise growth means to me, and self-growth means to me. So you've got a sense of what that means, you know, right at the beginning. And then as we go through each of the quadrants, it's about setting three big high-level goals or focuses for each area only. So this gives you a total of 12 goals uh, to drive, you know, your plan forward, to drive momentum, to create, you know, inspiration and action in whatever it is that you're doing. Now, in Thriving 2023, I'm going to be teaching this with an annual vision, like with a look at the whole year. But I personally use this quarterly and I have used it at a monthly level, both for myself and clients. You can work out whatever time frame works for you. So while I said in Thriving 2023, we're going to be looking at it big picture, you can do this for a smaller time frame if that's going to work for you. Now, what I tend to do around this sort of November, December time every year is I do one of these for myself. I've already done a draft of mine ahead of the program, but I'm going to shore it up and do it live with everybody during the Thriving 2023 program. And then I use that as my like annual map for what am I, what's the, you know, what's the year I have in store for me. And then when we come to probably late December or early January, I will do one for the first quarter of the year. And that's how I work it through the year. So once you've got those three big high level goals or focuses, then it's about making sure that they're as measurable as possible. 
Make sure that once you have written those high-level goals or focuses, that you then add as a starting point three measurable time-driven action steps for each of your three goals in each of those four quadrants. These are your actions for your unique pathways to success. You could ask yourself, like, what feels exciting? What's the first step to take? What motivates me forward? What feels easier or what feels easy in this moment to get yourself some some momentum created? They're not the only actions you're going to take, not at all, but it's a starting point. Yeah, and they can be your guide. And from each of those actions, you could then break it down into smaller actions. In fact, I actually teach a process of how to break it down into smaller um, bite-sized actions to take in right down to, you know, what are the weekly goals you're going to focus on towards achieving those total of those 12 goals over the quarter, the course of the month, the, the quarter or the year. But let me just share something with you. One key question that I know helps me and has helped so many people that I've shared it with. The question to ask yourself as you're considering what are the actions I'm going to take in whatever time frame you're focusing on is what one thing can I do today or this week that will take me one or more steps closer to achieving my goal for the, the week, the month, the quarter, the year? So let me repeat that so you can get this one. What one thing can I do today or this week? That would take me one or more steps closer to achieving my goal for the week, a month, quarter, year, whatever your time frame is. Yeah, focus on the little bite-sized things. So often when we're in business, we have a big vision or a goal or something we're working towards and it feels so far away and we get stuck in, I don't know all the how, like all the moving parts that need to happen between now in this moment in time and when I believe that thing could become a reality. Let go of the how. Focus in on the one step at a time. The little steps are the things that create the big achievements over, over time. Okay, so let's have a look at the each of the four quadrants in a little bit more detail. So business growth, as I said, this tends to be where I start just because it's how I wrote out the framework originally, but it is definitely not the most important. Each of the quadrants or the focus areas have equal importance. Like business growth, though, is a thing that we all know we kind of have to focus on, but that doesn't necessarily make it an easy thing to do. So focused, motivating goals, visions, dreams, intentions, doesn't matter what words you use, can help you to know where to prioritize your attention, your efforts, and your actions. Now, when we go into the Thriving 2023 program, we will also talk about some of the business growth blocks, the common things that I've seen in my 17 plus years coaching business owners, the ambitious, you know, women who know a lot, have a lot to offer, have opinions, want to create an impact in the world. And let me just share a couple of them with you. I think we'll probably cover about 10 of them at high level in the, the uh, whole Thriving 2023 program. But lacking ideal client clarity is a massive one. If you don't know who your ideal clients are, it's going to be more challenging for you to get clear on your marketing, your message, the outcomes that your clients achieve, the challenges that they have, the desires that they have. So ideal client clarity is a huge potential block to business growth. What else have I got here in my list I want to share with you? Um, business model messiness. So this is kind of like what I would think of a throw spaghetti at the wall and hope something sticks approach to business model. Your business model is the way that you share what you do in your business. It's the way you work with your clients. It's the way you guide your clients uh, to achieve certain outcomes and results. Yeah. Now this goes mostly for, you know, the way that I just described that for 
may I say coaches, online service providers, those kinds of business owners. But the same can be applied to a product business as well. It's not unique to just a service-based business. Let me think of a third one I can share with you in terms of business growth blocks. Uh, feeling trapped and stuck by things like cash flow problems, like, you know, the money thing. Sometimes we can have such incredible dreams of what we want to do. And then when we examine all the moving parts of them and we understand, say, that we need to invest in help, we might need to invest in a graphic designer or a, you know, someone to do some enhancements on our website or someone to build a sales funnel for us or someone to write copy for us or we might need a new photo shoot to get up graded, you know, brand and personal imagery to use in our marketing for, you know, the next foreseeable period of time. But we don't have the cash flow right here and now to do that. That can feel like a huge break has been put on to our business growth. But there are so many ways that you can move forward still while you're waiting for and working towards, not waiting for, working towards changing the realities of your actual cash flow. Okay, so to give you some ideas about business growth goals, I find that this quadrant is one that most people find really easy to create to write out goals for. This isn't one where I find there's, there tends to be any resistance. Uh, I find too that people often want to put goals related to money or numbers in this quadrant and get confused about whether to put it here or whether to put it in the wealth growth quadrant. I'll talk about that when I come to wealth growth, but really the reality is it can go in either, wherever it feels right for you. This is your map or your effortless success framework. You do what works for you. So some of the business growth ideas could be, you know, creating traction in the marketplace. And that could look anything like, you know, refining your marketing messaging, changing the imagery that you're using, enhancing your brand, all of those kind of things. It could be developing a, a bigger personal profile, depending on what the work is that you do in the world. So maybe you've been promoting your business with a business name and now you want to step into speaking and teaching or doing more things in that kind of capacity and you really want to build your personal brand and profile. That could be a business growth idea increasing client numbers or decreasing client numbers. If you are no longer offering a certain service because it is no longer aligned for you or a certain product, it could be actually about decreasing client numbers, increasing referrals or increasing your profit margins in your business and working with less people. It's not always about more clients. That is not always a solution to growth. So there's just some of the ideas that I often find come up. It could also be about growing your team, um, removing outdated products and services from your offers, launching new things that are more exciting and aligned and more in line with what you can achieve. Uh, goodness me, there's a lot of different things there. Um, implement, you know, rewards or things for your team, implement a client referral or reward program, any of those things and anything else that's, that's kind of gone into your brain as an idea for your business growth is of value. So let me move on to wealth growth. This is the second quadrant of these four focuses that we'll talk about. And I see it as literally the growth of the things that make you feel wealthy, rich, and abundant. Now, I personally see it as money and other things. And this is the one quadrant where I kind of have more, I guess, a parameter around what to focus on. I have found in the past before I used to talk about this piece that sometimes people would put a lot of things in here around what would make them feel wealthy, rich and abundant, but they would never include money. But let's like have a reality check here for a moment. You are a small business owner or an entrepreneur, whatever you call yourself. You 
have a business to earn money, to earn income. So making sure that you have money-related goals or focuses in this quadrant, one or more of the three, is incredibly important. So please don't shy away from that. You know, if you are struggling to put something in there around the money coming into your business or what you're going to do with it, then perhaps you need to look at getting some support, say, from a money mindset perspective. And if you want that, please reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to to help you with that. So blocks to wealth growth, a lot of different things. Well, I've just talked about one of them, which is money mindset. It's not the only block. Sometimes our limiting beliefs, which can feed into our money mindset, but it can also be things like having no systems, no consistent way for you to actually earn money in your business. You know, having uh, erratic, you know, ways that you reconcile your accounts, that you, you're not having a bookkeeper and accountant, but you actually really do need one, those kind of things. Fears and uncertainty about money and wealth, going to scarcity, those kind of, kind of relate to money mindset as well. But ignoring anything to do with money is a huge block to wealth growth. So don't ignore it. Make friends with money. It's something, a big thing we focus on in my uh, Thriving Money program, which will be running again in 2023. So wealth growth goal ideas, I've seen so many incredible things added into this quadrant and some that I got got so motivated about from that clients have shared or in these kind of programs like Thrive in 2023 that people have created and shared with me that I've added them into my own effortless success map. Um, so things like, you know, having a mini retirement or a sabbatical from your business. So having the money to actually support you to do that or to take a longer than usual like holiday or vacation. You know, having financial freedom, time freedom are things that we often see, great holidays, a certain lifestyle. Maybe you want to purchase a particular something as a reward for achieving a certain uh, income goal or a profit goal in your business. And it's something that you feel would be such a, like a real true reward for yourself for the 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 work you've done, the effort you've put in and the results you've achieved. So that could be a, an incredible goal that you could put in here. Acquiring new business or personal assets, uh, reducing your expenses is a good one to have a look at. Uh, maybe a new office or a workspace or an environment upgrade, you know, changing, doing a makeover in, in the space where you work. Doesn't have to be overly expensive, but that could make you feel really wealthy, rich and abundant. So the third of the four quadrants now we're moving on to is expertise growth. And I look at this as literally the growth of your knowledge, your skills and your attributes, your experience and more. But it is also the recognition of all of that. Often we focus on what more can I learn, particularly if we have the mentor teacher archetype and we don't actually acknowledge and recognize and celebrate and use what we already know. So keep that in mind as you go through here as well. So expertise growth blocks are some real key ones that often show up with this, this quadrant. And sometimes I find that this quadrant has, for some people, been a bit more of a challenge to write out three goals. Now, I did say as a maximum write out three goals. If you can only get two, that's fine. But try and make sure you've got minimum two. So two to three kind of goals, big big focus goals uh, or for each of these quadrants. So from an expertise growth block perspective, The mindset aspect of I'm not enough, which can lead to playing small, to hiding, to visibility problems, to not actually acknowledging, recognizing, celebrating, using what you know, all the skills that you have. One thing I see happen a lot in business is that 
particularly when we're newer in business or we might change what we're focusing on business or offering in our business or we acquire a new skill. It's like, I'm new to this. I'm new to business or this thing I've just learned, I'm new to this. So we downplay the fact that we are actually bringing usually decades of lived and learned experience. All the things you did in either past businesses or past employment or in your life experiences are of value and add to this knowledge and what I refer to often as wisdom. So don't downplay those and ignore them. That can lead to, you know, not recognizing your past, not owning your value, dismissing something as not for me because of whatever, maybe it feels too hard, too overwhelming, or you've tried it before and it didn't work, but you didn't really stick at it. All of those kind of things. So keep in mind those as well. Not asking for testimonials is a block to your expertise growth. Not sharing those testimonials when you have them. Um, Avoiding networking and networking doesn't have to be going to those boring, dull kind of, you know, events that we've all been to at some point in time. Uh, Networking happens a lot online these days with business. So, you know, there's lots of different things here. Another expertise growth block that I see happen a lot is signing up to lots of training and not actually doing anything with it, not implementing it. You know, having a bundle oodles of unfinished courses or even unstarted courses, programs, whatever, and doing nothing with it. That's a huge growth to your expertise, um, huge block, I should say, to your expertise growth. Some ideas, though, about expertise growth, developing new skills, if those skills are actually useful for what you're doing in your business, improving your personal brand, so really stamping your personal brand out there in the world with visibility and whatever works for you, having up-to-date photos and a, you know, and a website or, or any marketing assets, hiring a coach, you know, investing in coaching and working with a coach that really knows what they're doing and is, is can able to work with you confidently, ethically, and in a way that is safe for, for you to be able to grow. Uh, writing and publishing books or, you know, co-authoring a chapter in a book. I've just announced recently that I am going to be doing my first co-authored book next year. As a, uh, you know, a long-term author, I have published three solo books and been in five or six co-authored books. I honestly, I've lost count. Right back to 2009, uh, guided many of my clients and even one of the individuals who was hosting a co-authored book to achieve Amazon bestseller status. So I'm really excited to offer that in for next year. So side note, if you want to be an author, reach out to me and I can let you know about that incredible opportunity. The title of the book will be Self-Led and Thriving. So uh, yeah, very excited for that one. You know, if one-on-one coaching is not right for you, join a mastermind group. I know for me, I've got masterminds happen a couple of times a year. Profitable Wisdom is happening in January, 2023. So excited to see who joins that. So lots of opportunities there. But you could do joint ventures and partnerships with others. So collaborations, generating social proof, you know, developing a referral network. There's so many different things that you can do in relation to your expertise growth and really positioning you as a as as a, a wisdom woman, as a an individual who has a lot of knowledge and a lot of expertise and a willingness and a desire and enthusiasm to share that. Because I'm pretty sure that that's what you do have. Okay, the final quadrant to talk about is self-growth. Now, why is this important and why did I include it? As I said right at the beginning or much earlier on, the traditional business planning templates and examples that you'll see if you do a search on Google and you'll get a bazillion results come up, they very rarely focus on considering you as an individual. I am sure you've been in business long enough or thought about being in business long enough that you are already aware that when you are in business, there is more of a direct relationship or direct impact, if you like, influence on your personal world than there may be when you're an employee. 
Likewise, your personal life, what's happening in your personal world can more directly impact your business than it would if you were in a job. So it's got to be looked at. It's got to be considered. So I look at self-growth and self-care as the, you know, the things that I see suffering too much in many of the business women that I have coached and worked with over such a long time now. Um, so without the blend of self and business or the business can take over or without the blend of business and self, the self can take over. So I find there's either one of two options that happens when I, when we come to this quadrant and we're filling this out in an effortless success framework session, you're creating an effortless success map. Either this is really easy to do and you have more than three goals and I try and harness you back into just focus on three things or you are stuck because self-care and self looking after self focusing on you is just not something that you do regularly because it's been all business 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 hustle 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 that kind of thing so it doesn't matter either way this is your opportunity to change that but these are goals specifically for you as an individual not for you as a businesswoman or a business leader yeah so they're not about you finishing a program to help you in your business they are about you on a personal level so when it comes to lacking self-growth the symptoms to look for is the things like there's not enough me time, you know, there's a lack of fun and joy in what you do or work, no play, that kind of thing. Limited or no celebration. I wrote a whole book on celebration. You know, braggadocious is such a, a joy for me. It was such a joy to create that. And I created it because I wanted to see more women in the world celebrating. Feeling resentful, tired, frustrated, overwhelmed, hopeless, you know, the passion dies. You think about walking away from your business, there's massive sudden changes, all those kind of things. That is a sign to me that there's often a lack of self-growth in the form of self-care and actually nurturing who you are as an individual. But self-growth goal ideas, I said, this is something that's often very easy for individuals to write. And sometimes it's not so much so easy, but I know for me, it's an easy one. And I have to consciously pair myself back to three big focuses. What are the three main things that are going to really support me to feel more ease and effortlessness and feel like I'm thriving throughout the year? But it could be a family related thing. So being a good parent or being available to your family, particularly if you've not been. I Years ago, I used to coach men and women in business. I really only coach women these days. And I used to find that was a big one for a lot of the men that I was coaching. They were telling me about the complaints that were coming from home, from their partner, their wife, their significant other, about the fact that they weren't there enough, that they weren't helping out, that they weren't present and that, you know, the kids were suffering in their eyes because of that. Um, that can happen for women in business as well. So being mindful of that, if that's something that's important to you to have more family time, uh, then put that in as a goal. It could be doing more of the things that you love, whatever they are. It doesn't matter what they are. If it makes you feel great, it makes you feel like you're thriving, do more of it, factor that in. So sometimes we actually have to make that a goal. So we schedule that and we focus in on it. It could be actually having a holiday or having a time away from your business. I know for me, my time away, which is an inclusion of definitely some holiday time, but I am back to, for 2023, I'm back to running retreats internationally. I'm also back to attending a retreat for myself and doing uh, um, a trip later in the year for one of the destinations we're beginning to go to for a retreat in, in 2024. So jumping ahead to right to then, which feels so exciting to be thinking that far ahead. Um, travel is a big thing for me, having time away from my home environment. I love where I live. I am very blessed to live in an incredible part of the world, but I know that I am nourished and my soul is just ignited with inspiration and creativity and all the things that I love. Uh, when I spend time traveling and interacting with other cultures and being in different places, 
of my three solo books, most of them were written in places outside of Australia. So, you know, it's just where I, my creativity kind of gets a huge boost. So that's um, something that's important for me. And I factor those things into the beginning of the year and work everything else around it. You could also look at taking time out from your business, say, once a quarter, and it might just be having an extended long weekend, but where you have the actual weekend days and if that's relevant for you for your work and the Friday and the Monday, either side of that as just a no social media, no content, no time doing anything in my business, just having a little break. So mini breaks are great. Having space, whatever that looks like. Finding new authors to read that have nothing to do with business. I don't know about you, but I love reading business books and books around mindset and psychology. So choosing an author that is not me learning something new in that kind of business context is actually has been a challenge for me. So finding new authors to read you know, engaging in personal development, just doing something for you, going and doing our creative course. I went to an amazing workshop just recently to learn to make earrings with polymer clay. I'd never done that before. And I've done just about every craft course you could ever come across, but it was so fun. And it just opened up, you know, my creativity and my sense of, of, of joy and adventure and curiosity. So you never know what you do. Could be around your health and well-being, like changing your diet, moving more or moving differently, going on retreat, you know, it could be going out and starting the day in nature, deep breathing, meditating, doesn't matter what it is, but if it's going to nourish you and support you to thrive, then that's the thing to really focus on. What you also want to be mindful of is how can I keep this simple? So much of the time, what I find is people try to overcomplicate when they're using the effortless success framework. Keep it simple, have fun, dare to dream, dreaming fun and simplicity are all forms of motivation. But I really do hope to see you in next week's Thriving 2023 program. If you've listened to the, the podcast episode and you're like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to be part of it. As I said earlier, to join me, use the code 2023. That's 2023 to save $200 on your investment, which really brings it back to almost the early bird investment and such a, a fabulously affordable rate for three of really my best masterclasses. Uh, we will start the first session on the December the 5th and I'll walk you through creating your own effortless success map using the effortless success framework to map out the possibility and potentiality for the year and then we'll follow up with those other fabulous masterclasses. Now the link to register I will make sure it is in the show notes so it's easy to find so wherever you're listening to this episode of She Leads She Thrives you should be able to see that link and I'll put the code in there as well. Um, but really, thanks for tuning in today. I hope this was useful. In my past um, podcast that I've had, I've always done an episode on the Effortless Success Framework and it's been so well received. So I hope it equally is today. I completely trust that it will be. Uh, a lot of people like the idea of, of having a plan, but they don't actually do anything with it. <laughs> um, they don't, you know, it doesn't become a living thing, a living document in their business, in their life. But this is a way to really make that one. As I said, I create mine on a sheet of paper. It's usually an A3, so quite a large size. And I stick it on the wall next to me in my office so I can see it. It helps me make decisions. It keeps me motivated. It reminds me what the bigger picture was and what I'm working towards. So yeah, thanks for tuning in today. I know this framework really is so easy to use and I have complete faith that you'll love it and exactly what you've created. So keep it, do keep it as a living part of your business. Use it to guide decision-making and to stay on track in support of your dreams and your visions. And when you share your plan or your picture, if you're creating it and you do that on social media, please tag me, like tag me in your stories or wherever you're sharing. I'm at Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor on Instagram and you should easily be able to find me when on Facebook if you search Shannon Dunn Thrive Factor Co. 
And I've just done a complete refresh of my Facebook group for ambitious and genius women in business. And it's now called She Leads, She Thrives Community. So you're listening to the podcast, you should have no problem finding that. We'll add that to the show notes as well. So you can come and join us there. We've got free masterclasses and all sorts of things happening moving forward. But, you know, as always, if you ever have take action on anything you learn about in the podcast, whether it's from me or one of our guests, please, if you're sharing it on social media, which I'd love you to, please tag me because I love to cheer you forward in momentum and effortlessness. So for now, though, let's wrap up. Thank you for listening in. I hope you do feel greater ease and excitement about creating some kind of a plan for next year. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. It's going to be a really important topic that I have to share with you. So it'll be another solo episode, something I've been sharing a lot more in my social media content, particularly on Instagram, and just some things that need to be said. (laughs) So I look forward to sharing those to you and hopefully seeing you in Thriving 2023. Have an amazing day. And remember, you were born to thrive. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. You are so valued and appreciated. Aside from this podcast, my favorite place to hang out online is definitely Instagram. So come and join me, Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor. And no, my DMs are always open for genuine questions and connections. For all the latest Thrive Factor goodness, visit thrivefactorco.com forward slash links, where you'll find more about thriving in life and business. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show and share it with your friends. Let's amplify thriving the world over.